0: What is up y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are in a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo and I am continuing Anime in Review with this review being Princess Mononoke. It is my first time ever watching this movie, so I have been super excited to to finally watch it. Christian, who is my co-host on the 2 Game podcast, uh he hit, this is like his favorite movie of all time like anime-wise. So he's been telling me to, to watch it for, for years now. He even gave me a copy of the movie. Like, bought it and just gave me a copy of it just to watch. And he's been telling me for, for the longest time to finally watch this movie. And I made it a point to do it for anime in review. So that is what I'm reviewing today, Princess Mononoke. I am so ready to talk about this movie. Uh, but before we do that, if you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us, Go to patreon.com slash game. That is the number two. Support us at any of those tiers, and you get access to a whole bunch of different Patreon-exclusive segments and podcasts uh, that the public does not get for free. So patreon.com slash game. Uh, shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Desico, uh, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, Lindsey Humble, and Michael King. We appreciate our support at that $20 tier each and every month. Without y'all, we would not be able to do this. So thank you so much. But well, that's enough of that Patreon stuff, guys. Let's talk about some anime for a second. Now, normally at the end of a... At, at the end of a genre series, I will do a, a top 10 episode. Now, this this month of January has been hellacious as far as trying to catch up on movies and whatnot. Just because work has been such a drag. It has been... Just non-stop, every day uh, at work. So I haven't been able to watch as many movies as I would like. Uh, as of now, I- I'm debating on whether I want to do a top 10 episode for anime. Uh, I-, I proposed the idea to to our Patreon on on our Discord channel, which you can get access to by going to patreon.com slash twogame. I was like, I don't know, man. I-, I, just- I haven't watched as many movies as I normally would. Normally, I watch probably about 20 to 30 movies in a month when I do a genre series. That that way, I can get a good idea of what I want my top 10 to be, and I'm not really missing any movies. Now, I I do plan on doing another anime in-review series, maybe next year sometime. But I I still, I'm debating on whether or not I want to do a top 10 episode at the end of the series. Because I've only watched probably, I'm probably gonna end up with 15 to 20 movies rather than 20 to 30, so I'm gonna be cut in half. Uh, Patreon just decided that hey, just just do just rank whatever you have watched so far and just go with that, which I may end up doing that because the top 10 that I have right now I'm pretty good with, and especially the top five. My top five is like cut and dry. There's nowhere near as good as the bottom five of my top ten. That's how much I love the top five of of the movies that I have watched. So I just wanted to give y'all a little heads up that there may or may not be a top ten episode for anime in review. Uh, I I may actually do it like next month or the month after. I I don't know. Uh, There will be one eventually. I just don't know whether it will be the month capper like it it normally is. But that's enough of that crap. Let's talk about Princess Mononoke. On a journey to find the cure for a curse, Ashitaka finds himself in the middle of a war between the forest gods and Tatara, a mining colony. In this quest, he also meets San, the Mononoke Haim? I'm probably saying that wrong. I don't know. Uh, This movie is directed by Miyazaki, who also directed The The Wind Rises, Ponyo, Howl's Moving Castle, Spirited Away, Porco Rosso, uh, Kiki's Delivery Service, and My Neighbor Totoro. This movie had a budget of $21 million, and it grossed $169.8 million. Uh, That's pretty good. Pretty good. It has a runtime of 2 hours and 14 minutes, and it was released December nineteenth, 1997. And now, jumping into our fun facts, Miyazaki personally corrected or redrew more than 80,000 Of the film's 144,000 animation cells. Uh, This is the last major animated motion picture to be filmed on a plastic animation cells. I don't know what that means, but it sounded interesting. Uh, Originally, Miyazaki intended this to be his final film. But its great success led to Spirited Away. Which Patreon supporters will get as a bonus uh, Patreon exclusive episode uh this week actually so if you want to get access to that to that review go to patreon.com slash two game uh so the success led to spirit away and then he made more films after that and uh, he's actually retired now but he's been contemplating uh coming back uh princess mononoke replaced et as the highest grossing film of all time in japan until titanic uh this was the most expensive anime movie ever made at the time of its release It was the first animated film ever to receive the Japan Academy Prize for Picture of the Year. Only one other animated film has ever received it, which was Spirited Away. Uh, This is the fourth longest animated film ever made. And the last and final fun fact is this is in the official top 250 narrative feature films on Letterboxd. So... Several months ago, I would say probably around like August or, or sometime around there, I I tried watching this movie. I watched probably about 10 minutes, and I don't know. I, I don't know what was going on at the time. I just remember I watched about 10 minutes, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to watch something else, and I ended up pausing the movie and never going back to it. I just... I don't know. I, I guess it didn't grab me in those first 5, 10 minutes, whatever I watched, so I... When I started the anime in-review series, I said to myself, Princess Mononoke has to be one of the films that I have to review because Christian has talked so much about this movie. He has said so many great things about it. This is the movie that got him into anime uh, originally. So I was like, yeah, man, I, I, there's no way I can't do this movie. I have to do it for a review. And that's what I ended up doing for uh, this review series. So going into this movie, I, I knew that it was highly regarded. I mean, it's on several top 25 lists for best anime movies of all time. But up to this point, I've watched a few Miyazaki films, and I've just... Like, they're they're great. Like, they're good. Like, I I enjoy portions of them a lot. But then there's, like... There's, there's small portions in each of those movies that I... I don't know if it's bored. It just... It slows down with the pacing and the story-wise. It doesn't make... Uh, it's not like it doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't feel as exciting as the rest of the movie is. I was like that with *Howl's Moving Castle*, and I watched one other one. I'm not entirely sure what it is off the top of my head, but I've watched a couple, and I'm just I haven't been too excited about them. So going into this movie again after I had you know started originally several months ago, I was kind of nervous. I I was I was nervous that I was not gonna like this movie and that I would have to tell Christian, yeah man. I'm just, I'm not into it. I'm really not. So, I watched the first 10 minutes again, and I'm just like, you know, if I would have watched like an extra minute of this opening sequence, I would not have put this movie down originally. So, I'm an idiot. I acknowledge that. Uh, I acknowledge my, my faults in life, okay? I'm not a perfect person. But I re-watched it again, and I watched the whole damn thing. Now, one issue that I had was I had to watch it in probably... 10 to 12 sittings because I was trying to do it at work, and it was just multiple times I had to stop it and restart it. So I'm not going to comment on pacing too much because I just I don't get a great feel of that when I have to stop the movie 500 times uh, over the course of a two-hour-long movie. But I will say this. Probably my biggest issue with the movie is, and it's the exact same complaint that I had with Howl's Moving Castle, is there's a small portion of this movie in the middle where I just feel like I feel like it's just not as strong as the rest and it's mainly because it feels like it feels super slow. so that's my only complaint of this movie. Maybe it's 10 15 minutes too long. i I have noticed that the the longer anime movies that I have watched I have not, en- not I have not enjoyed as much. I, I prefer the one and a half one hour and 45 minute long anime movies. I just think those are the perfect links, But that's literally my only complaint of this movie. So, now that we got the con, now that we got the bad stuff out the way, let's talk about how great this movie is, okay? So, the first thing that you're going to notice when you watch this movie is the action starts right away. There is a lot of action in this movie. I was not expecting as much action as I I was going to get. I recently watched Nausicaa of the... Great Valley of the Wind, or the Valley of the Wind, or whatever the hell it was called. Nausicaä. Uh, the, like, the first Miyazaki movie. I watched that movie, and that has a decent amount of action in it as well, but it's just, it's paced weird, and it has a lot of, a lot of slow, like, story beats in it that really holds that movie back for me. Like, if they cut that movie down to, like, an hour and a half, I think that movie is fantastic. But it's just, like, that movie just got to the point where it was—it felt like it was repeating uh, a bunch of scenes. And that's kind of what you kind of get in the middle of this this movie. I feel like they were just treading water a little bit. Uh, but again, my only complaint of the movie, and I should move on because I totally said that I was going to do that. The first thing that you notice is there's a lot of action. The very beginning, a lot of action. But the animation looks phenomenal. I absolutely love the animation uh, in this movie. Now, is it my favorite animated... Like, is it my favorite animation-style design that I've seen since starting this anime-in-review series? No. it's. Pro- I mean, it's still in the top five, but I think I prefer a couple of other movies with their animation styles over this one. But where this movie really kind of stands out in comparison to the other movies that I've watched are the vibrant colors. Now... A good portion of this movie, the the colors feel muted, but like it's it doesn't do it all the time. But for specific scenes, they really make those colors pop and so vibrant that the animation just stands out so much that it just looks absolutely incredible. Like when the uh, the forest god is walking and the plants grow around him, that looks phenomenal. When there are explosions and there's actually like fire and smoke and whatnot, those animations look phenomenal. Stuff like that, they just, it seems like they went extra hard, shout out, for for those styles of animation to make them really pop in comparison to the rest of the movie. And I, I think that was an absolutely fantastic job uh, by the animators and the designers of, of the movie. I thought they did a great job with the animation of this movie. And then, honestly, there are two. There are really two things that you really kind of care about when you go into, like, an animated movie. Does the animation look amazing? This one does. And then, okay, three things. Three things now I'm thinking about. Animation, voice acting is next. Voice acting for this is actually pretty damn good, if I have to say so myself. Uh, there's a Billy Bob Thornton in there. I was not expecting that. And he was kind of, I don't know, a... It felt like it kind of took me out of the movie a little bit because he felt kind of out of place in comparison to the rest of the voice actors. But he still did a great job. He actually did a lot better than I thought he was going to do with the voice acting. So voice acting wise, I thought they did a great job with this movie. It's not my favorite, but it's also like way above a lot of other movies. I preferred this over Nausicaa. I preferred this over Howl's Moving Castle. Uh, and, and a couple other movies that I've that I've watched. Uh, Ghost in the Shell, just several movies that I've watched. Uh, this is definitely way above them. It's, it's actually pretty damn good voice acting. So you got animation, voice acting. Next is story. Does the story grip you? For the most part, and I mean overall, I know I said there's probably about 10, 15 minutes of this movie that could be cut and make it a little bit shorter, make it a little bit leaner of a movie. Uh, to make that pacing feel a little bit better. But overall, the story is fantastic. Uh, From beginning to end, it feels... Yes, they they do take a lot of breaks to have some character moments, but it feels almost nonstop for two hours. And I'm telling you, if they just cut this movie by 10, 15 minutes, I I think that would do a world of good uh, for this movie. But the the story overall is, is fantastic. I really enjoyed all the characters for the most part. I thought the story was unique in comparison to the other movies that I've watched with this the series anime and review. This is one of the more unique cases. Now, there's like kodamas and there's like Japanese uh, spirits and culture and whatnot, myths, legends, spirit, you know, whatever. All that's in this movie, and I enjoy the hell out of that. I recently played Neo Two, which was was that last year, the year before, the year before. Uh yeah. So that would be 2019 that I played Neo Two. Fantastic game, by the way. I absolutely love the Japanese mythology that is woven into that game with the Kodamas and the uh, the yokai and the spirits and whatnot. And they do dive into a lot of that in this movie. Now, I mean, they they never mention yokai and whatnot, but they do mention the Kodamas and the the spirit gods, the force gods, uh, all those. So that aspect of the movie really kept me invested. And then they they start the movie off kind of introducing you to the main character. And they give you a reason to care about him because he gets cursed. And then the rest of the movie is him trying to break that curse. So they give you a reason to kind of root for this character on top of giving you some interesting elements that that I had to look up. And just I was super intrigued by all the mythology within the movie that it just makes me want to go Google Japanese culture uh for for a few hours. It it was truly uh fascinating with what they did and just the minor details in this movie. And then you have like the the underlying themes that they have woven in through this movie. I mean guys, let's be honest here. This movie is about destruction of the planet. This is a environmentalism type of movie. It's all about destruction of the forests Uh, killing animals and plant life and whatnot—that is like, like it's on the nose. Like you can't miss that underlying theme woven in through the story. Now Miyazaki is like anti-war, and he's a—he's really big into nature, if I'm not mistaken. I do know that he is anti-war, which was was it House Moving Castle and yeah, House Moving Castle was an anti-war film, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but he's—he's like really on the nose with what he wants to convey to the to the audience. And I think it was super on the nose uh, this time around. Now, is it annoying or anything like that? No, it's, it's, it's not. But environmentalism is, is definitely something that you can have a mass audience kind of root for. I mean, no one's going to just root outright for, for demons to destroy or humans to destroy a forest and whatnot. No one's going to outright root, root for that. Right. So I, I think they give you a reason to root for the character's, the, to the main characters, to root for the forest and whatnot, and to not root for the villains. I thought they did a great job of of giving all the characters depth and some development, and, I mean, it is cut and dry. You, they, they make you really choose sides on this movie, and for the most part, they make you choose the side of, of the forest just with how well they develop uh, those characters that kind of, Kind of teeter on that side more so than on the uh, the human destroying everything kind of side. I'm honestly kind of hoping that y'all kind of understand what I'm trying to tell you right now because I feel like in my head it makes sense, but when I say it out loud, I'm like, dude, that sounds jumbled up as hell. Like that sounds kind of confusing. Not gonna lie, sounds kind of confusing when I say it out loud. But I just I think they do a a fantastic job of of giving these characters depth. I mean, let's be honest. They're they're not deep enough. Shout out that you can kind of see, not that you can sympathize with the uh, the the quote unquote villains of the story. They, they don't go that in depth. So because they don't want you, that's not the point of the story. They don't want you to, to do that, right? They want you to side with the people that want to save the forest and and whatnot the animals. Uh, so yeah, you just, so it's a little bit thinly uh, developed on the the villain side, but honestly. I don't know if there's some straight out, outright villains in this movie. I mean, yeah, you got Iboshi, who, yeah, they kind of set up as a "quote unquote" villain, but I mean, there's no real climax, there's no real conclusion to that uh, "quote unquote" villainy that she has over the course of the movie. So I don't feel like that she's an outright villain because she kind of sides with the forest and whatnot when it's when it's all said and done. And then you have Jaiku, I. Pretty sure I'm saying that wrong. The guy that Billy Bob Thornton played. Uh, they kind of did the same thing. He was the quote unquote villain of the movie. One of the villains, I should say. And then at the very end, he kind of helped side with Ashitaka. So I just think they did a great job with the with the character work in this movie. All that to say, great character work. Just fantastic. And the last thing that a animated movie, an anime movie, really needs to make it kind of stand apart from all the others is the score. Now here's another thing that kind of holds it back just a little bit for me and that's the score. At times, this is one of the best scores of an anime movie that I've heard up till now. It is truly amazing the what the score is. It it really elevates certain sequences, but then there are some scenes that have no score whatsoever and I feel like adding adding something, adding a music cue to that, something whatever to that scene would help elevate that so much more. It would help build tension. It would help build a sense of urgency or whatnot. So I think they should have added some some music to certain scenes. And then they have some scenes where it's just like the music doesn't really fit with what's going on. I mean, me personally. So I think the score is just off just a little bit. But guys, that score at certain times hits super hard. Shout out. I just think at times it can be a perfect score, but then at other times it's just kind of a, eh. It's okay score. It's it's something that you notice, but it's not it's not terrible. It's not bad at any point. It's just it's kind of lackluster in in some parts. So all in all, to say that I I do really really love this movie. I I think it's great. I think the action is great. I think the story is great. I think the animation is some of the best that I've seen so far. It, especially when the, the vibrant colors kind of pop out at you on, on the screen. I, I think that is really where the animation shines for me. And the voice acting is is pretty damn good. Uh, there's a couple of them that I'm, I'm like, eh, not, not as much. Billy Bob Thornton, you don't really fit, but you're also doing a great job. If that makes any sense. And then one last thing that I want to say about, I guess, the action. I guess you could, you could love this in there with that. I was not expecting this movie to be as gory as it was. Like, it's not to the point where I'm, like, watching a Saw film or something like that, just torture porn. But, like, this dude's shooting back arrows and absolutely obliterating, uh, like, forearms and extremities and and stuff like that. I mean, some dude's head got hit with an arrow and just exploded, basically. Uh, It's just some really great action sequences, and they're really bloody. But, guys, I gotta tell you, I'm 100% all on board, super okay with bloody gory uh, action sequences. So, if you're going into this movie, I think you should know that. Like, if you're trying to watch it with a kid or something like that, I, I think it is PG-13, but some of those action sequences are are pretty gory. I, I don't know if I would let, like, my, my six- or seven-year-old watch it. I probably would, but uh, it, it does get a little bloody. Now, whether or not I recommend this movie, 100% recommend you go check this out. This can be found on HBO Max right now, so go check it out. Uh, I think, honestly, I could buy this on digital and, and be perfectly okay with it. I'm, I'm sure it'd be right around $15. Uh, this movie came out in the 90s, so y'all know my thing about movies that are several, several years old. I think $10 is, is fantastic for this. I think $10 to $15... Is a great deal for this movie, but honestly, I would go check it out on HBO Max if you have that available. But I ended up giving this movie uh, four and a half stars. I don't think it's perfect. I, like I said, I got a couple things that kind of hold it back for me. Probably about ten or fifteen minutes shorter, and I think I could put away some of the other little minor critiques that I have with it. But overall, fantastic movie. Really enjoyed it. Uh, I just wish I could have watched it all in one sitting. I kind of just I, I didn't have enough opportunities to watch it in that one sitting, so it it is what it is, but that's going to be it for my review for Princess Mononoke, Uh, up next is Spirited Away, which you can catch by going to patreon.com slash two game, and guys, just like that, that is the last review for anime in review, Uh, like I said, if you have Patreon, you get that one more uh, exclusive review, but as far as for the reviews, we're all done, Uh, So again, I may or may not do a top 10 episode, not 100% sure. It just depends on how many more anime movies I can watch within the next week. Uh, If I can watch a couple more, then I will definitely do a top 10 episode. I need to get Spirited Away, I need to get Ponyo, Uh, I got a couple others that I kind of want to knock out. So if I can get those knocked out, I will definitely do a top 10. Otherwise, uh, I'll just have to come back to it and, and do it another time. But I appreciate y'all joining me for this series. If you liked it, please send me an email, gamepodcast at gmail.com, or leave us a comment on Facebook, or you can go again, go to patreon.com slash game and leave me a comment there, and, and let me know if you liked it, disliked it, if you want another animated review series further down the road, or hey, it's not really my thing, can we do something there? Uh, just let me know. But I appreciate you joining me for this review, and just clicking on the damn episode, right? Just thank you for the support, Each and every week. I love y'all. Catch y'all next time on another review. Laters.